Left. Right. Yo, what's up, my friends? This episode is a recap of the past several years' gift guides that I've put together. So if you're looking for gifts to buy your friends, uh, relatives, or people you want to give stuff to, this is a great gift guide. You can also check out my LinkedIn. Uh, since 2015, I publish an annual gift guide uh, right around Black Friday every year. So uh, this is just to give you guys some good ideas or some good gifts to give. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know if I left anything out that uh, I should be giving, uh, gifting to, uh, to people I care about. And uh, let me know what you like best. I'll see you guys on the other end. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. <laughs> Cheers. 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 This is Sip Talk, episode one hundred and fifty. Welcome, James. What's going on? Welcome back to the United States. I'm happy to be here. Uh, so, episode 150. A uh, little recap. This is Sip Talk, the show where we sip and we talk. My name is Justin Julia out of my basement in New Jersey. Uh, I am joined, as always, by James the Bosnator Boswell out of Charleston, South Carolina. James is a philosopher, uh, an accountant, a professional referee, and a bartender. What uh, we're going to talk about today, because it is 150th episode, and, and this is something I think is pretty cool, is uh, we're going to talk about the past several years gift guides. So last year we did a, a, live, uh, a live cast with uh, gift suggestions for 2020. Uh, we plan to do a gift guide for 2021, but I thought it might be a little fun today if we, uh, if we talk about some past gift ideas, because I know people need a little extra lead time this year because uh shipping times are really screwed up and it's tough to buy anything so uh so we'll get into the gifts in just a second because i got i got stocking stuffers i got some some big ticket gifts uh i've been doing gift guides since 2015 so uh for you want to hit some current events real quick well yeah so <laughs> we were talking about trump but but a second ago because you're talking about how shitty the u.s is um no got... I'm, I'm talking about how shitty it will become if he gets reelected. Okay. Okay. But there's it, lots of problems right now, but they'll, they'll be worse in two years. Did you, uh, you hear about the Chinese tennis star? The one that disappeared. Yeah. So she complained about, like she said, uh, somebody high up in, in Chinese government, uh, was sleeping with her kind of against her will. And I imagine in a, in a place like China, that, that's pretty plausible. And she wrote like a heartfelt, uh, social media post. And uh, then it got removed, and nobody's heard from her in, in I, I don't know, weeks or, or maybe months. You heard about this? Um, just a little bit, and I'm not really surprised. Well, uh, so, so I'll share with, you, share with you what I read today. Yeah, as many problems as we have, at least we're not in China. Uh, so, oh, come on. I, ad block shit. Uh, Peng Shui, a star Chinese women's tennis player, is missing. Uh, and the 35-year-old Pang was the number one women's doubles leader in the early 2010s, reached his highest 14 in single rankings, uh, and accused a prominent former Chinese politician, Zhang Goli, of sexual assault. Uh, in a long and passionate post on China's popular media platform, Weibo, she detailed a long relationship with Zhang, who served as vice premier uh, under uh, Xi Jinping, and accused him of having sex with her against her will three years ago. Uh, so then uh, her post was deleted within minutes and searches on social media for her were limited uh, only to about her tennis career and everything was scrubbed from the internet in China. And apparently she wrote a letter. I'm going to see if I can find what the letter says, but uh, let's see. But basically, the, what the letter says is that she's she's fine, um, and she's just resting. Yep, that that you, checks out. I'm gonna see if I can get a copy of this letter, but uh, but yeah. So, uh, hello everyone. This is Pang Chui. Regarding the recent news related on the official website of the WTA, Women's Tennis Association, I guess the content has not been confirmed or verified by myself, and it was released without my consent. 
the news in that release, according to the allegation of sexual assault, is not true. I am not missing, nor am I unsafe. I have just been resting at home and everything is fine. Thank you again for caring about me. Yeah, what do you think the odds are that she wrote that? That's that's the point. Like, I mean, obviously, it's going to be coming somewhere from the Chinese government. And uh, that's a scary place to live, man. I would... I would never go there even as a tourist. I'd love to go to China, but it does scare the shit out of me, especially when, when you have shit like that happening. That's really scary. No, I, I wouldn't even go there as a tourist because I'm so afraid of that country. Like, I'd just be afraid that I would get arrested for some bullshit and there'd be no way out. Um, and literally no way out because you would, be, you would have lost all contact. I don't know what your family could try to do to track you down, but it's not like a small place. No, so. I mean, I'd be able to write a letter to my family telling them that I'm doing fine and resting. <laughs> and you have not been arrested and definitely not in jail. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that's the Chinese government. And that, and that is why it is, it is scary as hell place. Um, so also, I heard uh, that Apple has basically confirmed uh, through Bloomberg that they're, they're developing a self-driving car. You hear about this? I'm opposed to that on two accounts. One, you don't like Apple. And what's the other account? You don't like self-driving cars. Yes. <laughs> so here was my thinking with this, is they said it's going to be a hands-off experience. No steering wheel, no pedals. And my, my next thought was, would you want to be in the driver's seat facing the road? Because that's, I, that sounds terrifying. I wouldn't want to be on the road, <laughs> uh, let alone inside this car. I don't want to be on the road with that car. Yeah, man. Um, so that was, that was a little freaky because I just pictured like you're driving in a car and some shit happens and you can just kind of see it happening and you don't even have a steering wheel. So they said no Yeah, there's wheel. no like manual override or anything here. Yeah. And here's one thing that I, I've thought about. So... In a lot of everyday driving situations, I think self-driving cars at the, with the current technology actually do a pretty good job. But one thing that I've wondered about is what if they're in like snow? Because they're going to be programmed based on like the expected levels of traction and acceleration and like acceptable parameters of G-forces that the car can can go through. And those go completely out the window in snow when your traction is like one third what it would be. I, you know, funny you mentioned that. I've thought about like rain and traction like that, but uh, well, rain's the same case, just not as severe. There's not as severe. So, so snow is obviously like you may just, your car just may not work that day. That could, that could be pretty freaky. Either like, that or you like stopped. make it to your destination at three miles an hour. Yeah, but how are you? It's not like there's sensors in the road. They're sensing lines in the road. The roads don't have like embedded sensors in the asphalt. Actually, you just brought up a really good point that I didn't even consider. If it's snowing heavy enough, there's not really lines on the road. There's just snow. Yeah, exactly. So it's just you're guessing. I was I've had a couple of times driving back from the city in uh, into Jersey and the rain is so insane, like worse rain than I've ever seen before. And I literally couldn't see in front of me. One of the times I was I was in the pickup truck being blown back and forth across the road. And I, uh, I actually pulled off to the side cause I'm like, I'm going to get picked up and set down facing a different direction. And, uh, and there's no weight in the back of a pickup truck. So that was pretty scary. Um, you got anything else in current events or can we, uh, can we get into the, the gifts? Um, the John Deere factory worker strike. You Ooh, know, I think about this. I've heard nothing about this. Okay. Well, you know, John Deere. Yes. I'm a Toro man myself. Okay. <laughs> well, the like 10,000 workers went on strike for roughly the last month or so um, because they didn't like the raise that they were being offered because the company was making like had $4 billion in profits last year and they were offering them something like a one or 2% raise. Mm. Um, and so the strike just ended and they got like, $8,500 a piece and like a 10% raise. Wow. All right. And I think that we're going to see more of this because well, it, just, it just worked for them. So I think we can see a lot more of this, especially if people can, the thing that makes it easier to have strikes now than it did 20 or 30 years ago is social media and technology communication. So, 
Yeah, but that's balanced up by the fact that legally unions have been weakened severely. There have been so many laws passed to weaken the power of unions in the last 30 years. Sure, but un- the, the unions are basically a, uh, a a place where people can kind of get together. And you, you don't need a physical place so much anymore as, as now that you have these social media ways to connect with so many different people. So, um, yeah, I guess it's balanced out a little bit. But I would say that, the, that there's a lot more weight on the social media in connectivity end. But, but good for those employees. I wonder, uh, I mean, John Deere is a huge company. so I'm, I'm hoping that we see more of this because the economic scales have been tilted way too far against not even middle class people, but even like upper middle class people. Like if you're making less than two hundred or $500,000 a year, the system's not working for you. And I think that a lot of employers, any any employer right now that's complaining about having trouble hiring, I have zero sympathy for. You want to know why? Because of wages? Because, benefits? Yeah. Any employer that's willing to increase their wages and benefits suddenly finds that their their pool of potential workers expands. Yeah. I have, no surprise. No you want surprise. good workers? Pay. Like, here's an example. Um, how much do you think, so Charleston, South Carolina, it's been a while since you've been here, but you know that it's cheaper than New York. How much do you think someone working as a cashier at a grocery store in Charleston, South Carolina would be getting right now? I don't know, $12 an hour? It's a good guess, but it's now up to like sixteen fifty or so because mm-hmm. people are just like, and it also is coupled with the fact that working with the general public is worse now than it's ever been. It was never great, but <laughs> yeah, but no, it, I, it, it's way worse now. So you've got all these jobs where you have to be facing the public on a regular basis. And people are just like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like the general public sucks really hard right now. So in order for me to come in and work retail or customer service or hospitality, and have to deal with random people all day long and their complaints and their shitty behavior in this post-COVID era, you're going to need to pay me more. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious how the economy is going to look. If this trend keeps going for the next three to four years, how the economy is going to look in, in double that amount of time? Um, it'll be interesting to see the effect of wage pull inflation. We'll see what happens just general inflation also over the next next one to three years. Uh, I didn't ask you. So, so let's good for, but I, that's news to me. I didn't hear anything about the John Deere thing. Um, of course I have been out of the, out of the loop for about a week. So let's get onto the gift guide. Uh, I want to know what you're drinking first. You know what I'm drinking? Uh, fuck. I want to say Coors Light. Um, I know that you were drinking a bush ice and I hope it's cold. Yes. It's cold? Yeah. All right. All right. Nice. I got a nice uh, nice bottle of uh, a Hendrix here. Yeah, I was really hoping to have a cocktail with uh, ice from my new ice machine, but that's currently in, like, West Monroe, Louisiana. It was supposed to be delivered yesterday, and <laughs> it's not. So it's delayed. So I heard, uh, and that's why we're doing a little recap before we – before we throw our new 2021 Christmas gift guide out is so that people, we can remind people from, of some past gifts that we, that we've had on past gift guides. But, uh, but also you got to start getting, if you're ordering online or even going to stores, a lot of places are sold out and the, and the, the drag time on, on getting items shipped to you is insane right now. So, uh, and I, and I heard that it's also a major shortage of truck drivers. I don't know if we talked about this last episode, there was a conversation I was having with you, but I guess there's a major shortage of uh, truck drivers. So that's Yeah, that's why, and that has effects at literally every step of the logistical process from freight getting loaded off of cargo ships all the way to getting delivered to your front door. The, the truck driver shortage makes things worse. And it's just like if um, stealing content from Wendover Productions here, but it's just like if you're on a highway where like if traffic increases by by 25% on the highway, your drive time 
decreases by more than 25% because little stoppages and little slowdowns add up. And so- And compound. Yes, and compound. Um, and so, yeah, like you, you've got all these ships that can't just get their freight off of the boat and onto land. And then because they're so backed up in the ports, it takes them longer to find the container that they needed because the pile's 100 crates high instead of 50. Mm -hmm. So you have to dig through the pile longer to get to the crate that you need. So it's, yeah, it's just a mess. Um, I don't know when it's going to get better either because truck drivers, just like anybody else, are all realizing you guys need to pay us more. Yeah, and uh, and there's already more money going into that because of uh, the cost of fuel. The cost of fuel has has uh, has jumped quite a bit, so the whole thing is costing a lot more now. Um, but we'll see some we'll see some inflation happening. But uh, but point is, you got to uh, got to put in your gift orders now, or they're not going to be here in time for Christmas or whatever other holidays you choose to observe. So uh, first things first, I wanted to talk about some stocking stuffers. You a big stocking guy? I wear socks every day. <laughs> so I like a little stocking stuffer. That's something you can get some small gifts. You can throw them in a big sock or, uh, or a nice stocking. And, uh, and, and the idea is that they're not like super costly, but, but they're just kind of fun to open. And, and, and it's nice to pull gifts out of a sock. So first one I got, and I was going to talk about this last episode, is uh, if you're giving a gift to a dude, and most of this is kind of man-based, but if you're a lady giving to a man, great. If you're a man, put these on your list. Um, Rain-X. I think that's a great stocking stuffer. You a Rain-X user? Um, no, but that's not to say that it isn't a good product because it is. <laughs> but it's, it's a great product. Actually, I've Rain-X'd the window on this car a couple of times so far. And then I've just, I haven't been driving it the, the days that it was pouring. So I really missed out on the Rain-X experience, but I've been keeping the windshield perfectly glazed with Rain-X for those. How long does the application last? I think, uh, I think it lasts maybe or so a week, but it, it really depends on if the sun's beating on your windshield, if you're using your windshield wipers, uh, you know, and if, and also if it's being rained on, cause I imagine some wicks off with the rain, but for those of you who aren't familiar with Rain-X, it's like a glazing that you put on your windshield. And when it rains, you barely have to use your windshield wiper. So you're, the, the clarity through the window is, is probably. Yeah, the rain just beads up and slides off really well. It's, it's an incredible product. And the rain next windshield fluid is really good too, because anytime you like just blast your windshield, you're getting a small application of it. Yeah, but it is not as good as the real. It's I mean I always use the Rain-X windshield wiper fluid that you fill your your windshield reservoir with, but nothing beats the actual Rain-X. Um, all right, next one I have because again this is stocking stuffer uh, are some ice molds. If you got a big enough stocking, you get some ice molds. You have some spherical or, or, uh, or yeah. I'm like still that. looking for like a really good spherical ice mold because like the ones that I have are kind of spheres but like it's not perfect and i would really like to get ones that actually make like perfect spheres that yeah because uh, a lot of times when you throw them in your glass they kind of turn and shift into whatever oblong. yeah and there's like a seam at the middle and like i don't know there's got to be a better way rosh had some had some good ones maybe we'll find out which ones those were and we'll yeah we'll i saw um there was like an ice press that you take like a a large ice cube like one of the ones that you have and you put it in the press and you can press it into the ice thing and mm-hmm. then like it makes it a perfect cube and that thing was like five hundred dollars uh yeah the uh yeah i was gonna say i was gonna i thought it was like 1500 bucks but they have some nice uh i've seen like a copper one i think it was all copper so that was that was pretty cool um all right so we got ice molds on there i think Anybody likes ice molds even if you just real quick you- for anyone who's listening if you've got cool gift ideas let it let us know yeah, if you uh, if you want to jump in on the Instagram stream too, and uh, check that link in my uh, my Instagram profile, you can call in and, and verbally give us your your gift ideas as well. Um, but yeah, what, that's what we need right now. So ice molds, I think, even if you're drinking Kool Aid, you don't have to be drinking a cocktail to enjoy an ice mold. They're just cool. They stay frozen longer because there's less surface area. Uh, definitely a great, definitely a great gift. Um, and then here's a new one. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to put it on the gift list this year, but it was a, it was a gift I received uh, my birthday, I think. And that's a, 
uh, a mag no, actually I think it was last Christmas, a magnetic wristband. So it's a pretty thick wristband that goes goes around your wrist, and it's it's kind of got like uh, magnet plates or something in it. So if you're working on something, you can like I use it all the time for like some screws, and I just throw the screws right on here, and that way I can just if I'm on a ladder or something, I don't be reaching in my pocket to grab screws. But it's it's really nifty, always comes in handy. Um, so you had me worry there for a second because I thought you were going to talking talk about how like it oh, balances your auras or some bullshit. But then you said like no, you can put screws or like it's a place for you to put things. And I'm like okay, we're, we're we're back to safe ground. We're, we're back. Oh yeah, I uh, um I got a good one for you actually. That uh, speaking of auras, is it on here? Uh, you know what? I'll just do it because I've been burning this stuff all night. So I'm in the I'm in the basement here, and uh, when I was in Mexico. They had this uh, Palo Santo wood that they were burning everywhere we went at all these restaurants. And they were like talking about how it's good for like your chakras or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know any, any of this stuff. Uh, but it was also really good at repelling mosquitoes. So they were burning this stuff and it would keep away all the mosquitoes and they would just light it on fire and stick it in a little bowl and just let it, let it smoke away. So, uh, I don't know. I've just been lighting it in the basement just because I, I just got some and the summer's over with. So I'm not worried about the mosquitoes, mm. uh, but it smells decent. It's cool. And it, it reminds me of uh, reminds me of Tulum. Yeah. Anytime someone gets like either incense or a candle for somebody, I'm just like, you're, what you're really telling is them is that their house smells. Yeah, but it's not. I like candles. Candles have been on my on my list the, the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, this is what you're supposed but to But you do. know what I'm saying? I, I, I got you. I don't want to light this microphone on fire. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing. Uh, the unofficial motto of Yankee Candle Company is a safe place to fart in the mall. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I just think, is it supposed to be that much on fire? Uh, you're supposed to let it burn for like 30 seconds or something, and then you blow it out, and then it just does its thing. So I'm gonna, I'll am let it burn for a second. So I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to, to the live stream here. And, um, uh, am I, and speaking of speaking of hot things, my next gift idea as a stocking stuffer is a nice hot sauce. Scorned that, woman. That's what, that's actually what we put on last year. And that was your, your recommendation. Stand uh, by it. All right. So blow this out, leave it in here. We'll see how long that smokes for um, a lot of smoke. Uh, all right. Yo, mini bottles, mini bottles. Oh yeah. That's a great stocking stuffer too. Uh, and then uh, I have a, uh, playing cards a nice deck of playing cards i think i think would be a cool thing to keep uh high quality like a really good set of plastic playing cards yeah playing card, like playing cards are good cool. quality ones like cheap plastic ones bend and are terrible but like if you get good ones like they're really smooth and slippery and they hold up um so yeah playing cards i think something we definitely can both get behind and that's i think over the last year in coronavirus people being locked down like they had to a lot of people got so bored just like cruising through Instagram um, and, and Facebook and just watching TV that a lot of people reverted back to some actual board games and playing cards. So I thought that was pretty cool. Playing cards definitely. Like tabletop board games have become really, really big in the last year or so. Don't, didn't you go to like a board game place or something like that? Wasn't that, wasn't that a thing of yours? Uh, I've always done stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's, that's cool stuff. Um, and uh, it keeps people away from screens and interacting with each other. So I'm all well, uh, good board games involve interaction with each other. Yeah. Versus Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, which yeah, is, you're is, starting is, to get on board. <laughs> most of that is just antagonizing other people. It's really, uh, really rough. want to say uh, hi to Carmina. What's up, Carmina? Uh, nice to see you here. So, uh, the next one I got is, uh, a jar of Luxardo cherries. I think Luxardo cherries are a great, uh, great add on for, uh, for lots of drinks. How much do those run? Uh, they're not cheap. Maybe, uh, maybe like 15 bucks or so. I mean, they're not expensive, but it's just cherries. So maybe 15, 20 bucks. I get them a couple of times a year on, uh, uh, on, oh, I got it right here on Amazon. Let's see. Oh, I didn't put the price in. Never mind. So I don't know. Just guessing. Uh, and then, uh, are you a Luxardo cherry fan? Are you a maraschino guy? 
Yeah, um, Luxardo liqueur is really good in certain applications, and like maraschino cherries, like the the corn syrup and red food dye version uh, version are nowhere near as good as uh, like true Luxardo cherries, true maraschino cherries. Yeah, th- and those are uh, those are the absolute absolute best. Not the neon pink, red hueish ones that you can buy at the grocery store for like two seventy five. Yeah, no, I have seen some of the Luxardo ones at grocery stores, but I, I don't see very often. Um, all right. So yeah, I, I like the hot sauce idea, but like not everybody likes hot sauce. I know plenty of people that can't tolerate even like Tabasco. Well, or even less, but but yeah. obviously you got to you got to know your audience. And then uh, the last stocking stuffer I have on here is a uh, is a hand grip uh, little hand exerciser, which I like keeping. Uh, I keep in a travel bag so when I'm on a plane, if I, if I get bored or I just feel like I don't have any blood flow, you get this thing a little squeeze um, or I keep one in the car and I actually have one sitting at the desk. I realized when I wrote it down that there was one here because sometimes I'm sitting at the desk for so long. I'm like, I need something to move in my body and I can't get up and take a walk. So these are, these are always good. And they're also super cheap. Do you have any of these? No. You ever been a user of these? No. You got to try it, man. If you're stuck at a desk for an extended amount of time, that's my uh, life. Yeah, so that's that's what that's what you need. Um, what else can you think of as stocking stuffers that we've maybe had in the past? Because I'm, I'm that's that's all I got so far for stocking stuffer type ideas. Before we not original away. here, but scratch offs. Oh yeah, my family's big big fans of scratch offs. I never really, I I just know year after year we're like take like hard losses on the scratch off well, tickets. So. Yeah, it, it, the lottery doesn't exist to make people rich. it's 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 for the state to make money like you're not if you're buying lotto tickets with the expectation of coming out on top of it then you are an idiot like you buy a lotto ticket or you buy scratch offs because it's fun not because you're going to make money fair enough and there's a a bit of but race 11 with the superfecta (laughs) are you talking about uh what I'm thinking you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pay off our college. Let's pay off our college tuition for this semester in this one race. It'll work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For some context, we have a friend that uh, was trying to afford his tuition for the semester and he he took what he had and he put it all on one race, which (laughs) didn't, uh, and it wasn't like an easy, like decent chance bet. It was like one in in like 14 million. It was like a 14 or 15 horse race and he needed to get the top four finishers. Correct. <laughs> uh, I don't know the the different per- permutations of that, but um, he didn't win. So he didn't either. No, I, I was party to that entire day. And it's one of my <laughs> favorite stories because I actually ended up like making 20 or 30 bucks that day. Oh man. Um, all right. So back to the meat and potatoes or let's start the meat and potatoes here. Yeah. Don't uh, put meat and potatoes in the stocking. No. And, and, and by meat and potatoes, I mean like the real gifts that are going to be boxed and wrapped. And, and you also don't want to put meat and potatoes in, in those boxes. Um, no, have you know, ever done- hold on. I, I got one last idea for stocking stuffers. What's it? I don't know where you fall on this one. <laughs> All right. Condoms. Yeah. Well, depending on who you're giving them to, I think, I think it kind of, you know, Kind of wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, one thing, if it's your significant other, unless you're like trying to imply that they're cheating, like because <laughs> you're seeing somebody and you think maybe they're cheating and you give them condoms, uh, like that's probably not a, a great look. Um, I don't know to each to each their own on that, but yeah, that's not bad depending on your audience. Yo, I got one more that I think could fit in the stocking. Um, I don't know if you have one of these, one of those infrared laser thermometers. Have you seen these? No. What is it? What's what does it do? So it's a thermometer that you don't need to touch anything with. You just point it and shoot, and it'll tell you the temperature of what it's aimed at. Oh, the ones that they they have you do to go into stores. Um. Yeah, but like they're more general purpose. Like the one that I have is not good enough to measure like a body temperature accurately. Like it'll spit out like. 96 or 97 or something so it'll be close Mm -hmm. but it's not enough to say like whether or not someone has a fever it's not reliable enough for that but it's really useful in a ton of different ways 
Um, I would say probably the number one would be for cooking. Okay. Because you want to know what temperature you're cooking something at. And like a food thermometer, you might not necessarily want to like actually touch what you're cooking. Yeah. Well, that'll give you the external temperature. It's not going to give you the internal temperature, but. No, but like if you're doing like a soup or anything like that, or you want to know like the temperature of water, like if you're making tea and you don't have something that'll tell you exactly what it is, some teas need to be at like boiling, some are at like 170. That's a big difference. And if you were to, if you were to ask me to look at boiling water and say, is that 109 degrees or 209 degrees? I'd have no idea. <laughs> but my thermometer would. It would, it would definitely give you a... Uh... A good indicator which which side of that that was on yeah i, I see the selma at home depot too but for the most part i saw them a lot in uh, in new york city when you were going into restaurants where the owners and yeah, managers were those ones probably don't have the, the same range those are probably going to be tuned to try and like be really good at like maybe between 90 and 110 whereas mine will measure from like negative 50 to like 800 mm -hmm. but it's not super accurate different application all right so, you know, here's another interesting one that they use them in just because is uh, motorsports. So when a car comes off the track and they want to see whether or not like the tire, like toe and camber is correct, mm -hmm. then they can measure the temperature of the tire and they'll measure like the inner, middle and outer of the tire with like one of these IR guns. And they'll see like, is the tire rubbing more on the inside or the outside? Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, all right. So, so that, that, I don't think that needs to be a stocking stuffer, depending on who you're giving it to. They might appreciate that as a, as a legit, as a real gift. It's uh, just all sorts of uses. Like when you're at, if you're trying to like fix problems with like home heating or whatever, you can see like if the air is coming out cold and like. Yeah, that, that's a decent gift. Um, but I think that that should be a meat and potatoes. I don't think that should be a, a stocking stuffer next year. It, it's small enough to fit in a stocking though. All right. And then uh, next one. So first one I have is uh, the tile Bluetooth clip-on locators, like a little Bluetooth clip-on locator. May not be a bad idea for your keys or something that you often lose. Have you seen these? Uh, I haven't, I haven't had any experience with it. Just, this is, this is not from a past list actually. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a little Bluetooth uh, type device that attach. I don't know how it charges or stays charged or whatever, but I guess, or it reacts somehow with Bluetooth and you can locate your stuff so you put it on your keys and then if you drop your keys somewhere it'll tell you where your keys are and i think it works kind of publicly with bluetooth i don't know how that how that works but um but for the people who know who it is or who know what it is and you know someone who might like it um that's a, that's a good gift idea for you this year and they make them in packs you can get like a four pack or a five pack nah I, I, I'm, I'm against anything tracking. Like, <laughs> you know, just to give you an example, I was on the phone with my insurance company last week, um, changing the coverage and asking for some more discounts. And at the end, the lady's like, have you heard about our such and such app? And I was like, no, but I have an idea what it is. She's like, yeah, like, you know, it tracks your speed and everything else. I was like, you couldn't pay me to have that on my phone. <laughs> yeah, like, no way. Your 10% discount doesn't scratch the surface of how much you would need to throw me. To have something like that while I'm driving. Yeah, that's uh, I don't need the insurance company and I'm doing 140 miles an hour. That's no thank you. Um, I don't want the cops to know that either. Not that I drive 140 miles an hour. I mean, anymore like, on takeoff or landing of, of a plane. Um, so uh, then I so now I have uh, basic bar tools like that little bar set that you have that has the the uh, the little jigger, the stirring spoon. The masher, you know, you know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, so muddler, a set of tins, um, like two prong, four prong strainer, jigger. Um, yeah, just the basic stuff. And and I think that if somebody doesn't have that stuff already, it's just good to have because even if you don't use that stuff very often, you may have a party or some guests over, and somebody wants to make a drink. I, I have a feeling it'll get used. You know what? All what else is really nice, and they're not expensive, is um like a small set or like a single um, ceramic knife. Mm, okay. So that's actually, uh, that's on my list. Actually, I have, I have some kitchen items on the list and we can revisit it. But one of my kitchen items was just a badass kitchen knife. Well, there's, see, the thing is like ceramic knives are really good, but they have limited applications. 
Like you don't want to use them if you're trying to like carve up a chicken or something because they'll chip on the bone. They're really good for like slicing fruit and vegetables, but you want to have like a really good like six inch chef knife and like carbon steel or something for. Well, that's kind of what I'm that's more so what I'm talking about. But 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 you can get like a cheap like four or six inch um, ceramic knife for like 30 or 40 bucks. And they're amazing for like cutting fruit and vegetables and stuff. I brought one. It was part of my everyday carry kit to the bar. Like that was what I used to cut fruit because it was better than the crappy bar knife that we had. And the other bonus is since it's ceramic, like there's no, it'll never rust or anything else. And so um, the, if the fruit sat in the fruit tray for like a day or two, it wouldn't start to like turn different colors because there was no residue from the knife left Mm. on the fruit. Interesting. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I'll have to start looking at some, some ceramic knives, but you, you think they don't last as long no they'll they'll last just as long as a regular knife um the the thing is you can't sharpen them so like once they go dull you just toss them but it's that they damage easily because they're brittle they're ceramic compared to metal so like if you use them like you don't want to if you're cutting on like a metal or like a rock countertop like a quartz countertop or something you'll chip them you need to use a cutting board and you can't use them to like cut through like bone or like any like chopping anything hard yeah no, but okay. like slicing they're better than any knife that you'll get so yeah that's definitely that's on the list this year it might be on my wish list um and then uh i got a decanter and not a not a super cheap decanter with like plastic it's got to be like an all uh uh can have a little rubber on it but uh it's got to be an all all glass decent weight to it nice decanter because they make some some kind of cheapish sets um, but I'm a big fan of a, a well, a nicely weighted decanter. Thoughts on? You have a decanter at home? No. No. Oh man, you got it. You got to get a decanter. It just looks cool. You fill it up two thirds of the way, three quarters of the way, and uh, just leave it there. It's it's a uh, it's nice looking. Uh, and then you can get a little little bar tray, and you can put the decanter on there, and a couple of glasses. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that was that was uh, well one of my favorite gifts to, to have ever gotten. So it's a, it's a good gift to give. Um, <clears throat> and then I have uh, uh, just a uh, flask bar related items. Do you have a flask? I do, but I don't like, first of all, I don't ever go out. <laughs> what about a wedding? Would you bring a, a flask to a wedding? In my entire adult life, I've been to one and a half weddings. You got to go out more, meet some more people more people meeting other people they get married you go to their weddings um but i think a flask is a, is a must bring to a wedding and any other event where there's no open bar um so flask uh, i would definitely definitely advise a good gift and then uh and then I, I you know i was trying and this is kind of me thinking forward to the 2021 gift guide is something vintage because i was thinking it's going to be tough to find new items right so if you uh if you you want to get somebody something solid, right? Like maybe you don't want to drop uh, 20, 25 grand on a Rolex watch, but maybe you could find a nice uh, vintage Rolex for like six or seven grand uh, or maybe like uh, some leather. Yeah, that's a casual gift. <laughs> well, it depends on who you're giving the gift to. Uh, but but something, you know, like a, uh, a nice leather jacket or a duffel bag or something like that. I, you know, I'd rather somebody spend $500 on a $2,000 item for me, as long as it's in good shape and clean and not smelly, then somebody spend $500 on a $500 item for me. Well, you tell me where you can get $2,000 items for $500 and I'm going to turn that into a business. <laughs> That's uh, Facebook Marketplace, e- uh, eBay, Craigslist. It's just called used items, but you got to be careful when you're buying used stuff. You know, That's why I said, finding something vintage is nice. You just got to be, you know, and also not everybody wants like a used leather jacket or, uh, or a used pair of sunglasses or something. A concealed gun drawer that opens up secretly. Uh, that requires a number of steps. First, they have to own guns, which. Well, that, I mean, also you're giving it to them. So you, you so you know what, what... But like, <laughs> how do you, like, you like go into their desk and be like, yeah, you see this drawer? Yeah, we're going to make some modifications to that. 
Well, they make like shelves that you can that you can have like hidden hidden compartments. So they make books, um, and you know, with like sought out pages. That's all, that I always thought. Yeah, was really cool. I I always thought that any of that is stupid. Like if you have a gun, then like putting it in some place that's extremely difficult to get to defeats the purpose. Well, you know, I've seen uh, I've seen they have these uh, what do you call them? Like a heat register, like a heat vent. And they actually, there's no heat vent behind it. It just folds out and then you can keep stuff in there. And, uh, you know, maybe if you were uh, somebody that wanted to keep a, a gun near your bedside, may not be a bad idea. So, but Ron's going to send a link. So, so I like the, the vintage idea. I, I had a watch or so, some leather clothing or, or just general clothing, uh, uh, leather goods like duffel bag. Um, and then I had a record console. I've seen a lot of refurbished record consoles. And uh, didn't we pick up a record console at some point when uh, when I lived in South Carolina? I don't remember. I, I know we had like a typewriter that didn't work. I think we, we briefly had a, a, a record console that had the built-in speakers, but it just it didn't work. So, um, But I'm actually looking for one of those. I'd like to use it as like a a base for under a TV. Like you put a TV on the wall, then underneath you have the record console, and uh, it actually works. I think that would be pretty cool, as long as it's in good shape. Um, Rosh says a cast iron skillet, which I also agree with. Cast irons are really handy. Oh, also, also on my list. If, 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 and again, it depends. So now I have a, a glass cooktop because I have electric, uh, electric in this house and not and not gas so if i had gas i could do flame and then i could do a cast iron uh pan but i can still use that cast iron pan in the oven and i can bake with it and it makes some some really good stuff plus um, you can use some cast iron on an electric range yeah but not a glass top and as uh, i do that's uh, supposed to scratch <laughs> the finish um but i didn't also, get the i didn't get the memo well, as long as your finish is good, just keep doing what you're doing. You can also use it on the grill, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Last summer, we we actually uh, got a big grill out here, and uh, you can throw a couple of pans on top of the grill, so that's nice. Um, let me. Uh, I guess I'll just skip. What else did I have for uh, for kitchen stuff? I had uh, a salt block to cook on. Uh, hopefully, no one in my family listens to this episode, but I'm pretty sure a couple, a few, like ten years ago. I got my sister a, a big solid piece of salt and you cook, you put meat or something in the oven on it and you cook that. Uh, and it, it definitely gives the meat a decent, decent uh, flavor and obviously some salt. But then my sister didn't want it and gave it to my mom. And then my mom just told me she's coming down for Thanksgiving and she's going to bring me this salt block that my sister gave her. So somehow it's coming full circle or full triangle back to me. So, uh, <laughs> modesty says that i'm an amazing philanthropist a true philanthropist i'm not really sure what that means like i know the definition of the word but like how i i don't think i've really gone out of my way to be philanthropic in any way <laughs> uh, i don't <laughs> like know, to know I, where that conclusion I, yeah. is unless she's being sarcastic in which case i would agree uh, i think she might be being a little sarcastic but i don't know what you said that triggered that so no the modesty blaze we want to know why you think james is a true philanthropist um all right and then so also on kitchen stuff i've got uh i got a badass knife like a chef's knife although we'll also we'll, we'll include the uh, ceramic knife less expensive it sounds like cast iron pan i have coffee grinder and french press because if you're a coffee drinker grinding uh your own coffee beans in the morning and then, uh, and then putting them in a French press is a really nice way to have uh, to have coffee on a nice Saturday or Sunday morning. Uh, and then also for kitchen related, I have champagne bucket and stand. You're seeing a little champagne bucket on a stand. Champagne, yeah, that seems excessive. Like it's a, it's it's almost a decoration. Yeah. And you know me on decoration. <laughs> you still have a cardboard box from, from moving in behind you. So yeah, uh, we, exactly. We, we know decor is, is definitely one. Of your let, let me put priorities. it this way. This is where I am on decoration. Um, I bought a four pack of smile. You're on camera signs. You can kind of see one back there. Like, and? 
Guess like so three of them are in my room right now because I don't know where to put them. Guess where the fourth is? No idea. Take a guess. On your refrigerator? No. No. In the guest bathroom. <laughs> that's uh that's mean. That's uh, it's nice. Uh, I do think you should put one in the refrigerator too. I, I might, but I like I bought four of them because it was like eight dollars. And like I don't know what I'm gonna do with the other three, but I have an I I know exactly where the first one's going. Um all right, let's see. Uh just so that way anybody who comes over here, if they had any doubt as to whether or not I took things seriously in life, they they wouldn't after going to the bathroom. Or that you take things very serious and you're just a fucking creep <laughs> they're either hopefully they know you and uh and you know, they understand one you have no recording device in your house but uh but who knows but what, what if there is a what's with the side on there like you were you able to see the camera i thought i hit it really well yeah you're gonna fuck with some people that's not that's not nice um all right let's see what i got uh ne- next i had oh we uh oh, modesty place says a spice rack which i actually think is a really good idea for someone who doesn't have one because i just spent like 20 minutes earlier today reorganizing like my pantry area and i don't have a spice rack and i was thinking man i wish i had a better way of storing all these things so you gotta go I, I'm, to, I'm serious too you gotta go to like a home goods or like a tj maxx type place and they have them with the spices there um really like eight bucks well yeah there you you get some good deals um all right now i have uh something dressy so and this goes either way for your significant other so oh yeah and and garage is like a lazy susan one of the ones that spins that's nice um so something dressy and if you're giving to a guy something like a tie it'll encourage maybe like a little date night uh but more importantly what i think we need especially this year is encouraging people to dress up and Dress respectfully, some collared shirts, a little tie on. Um, if you buy somebody a tie, you can kind of, you, you know, you can, you can say to them a couple of weeks or a couple of months later, hey, why don't, you, why don't you dress up nice and throw that tie on? Uh, I always like a nice tie, and uh, I think it makes a great gift. I, if, I, if, if people didn't gift me ties, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't wear them as often as I do. So, uh, Dude, I can't are, remember the last time I wore a tie. Well, you, you got to find an event to go to where you got to throw a tie on. I don't leave the house. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that's the idea. So if you're, if you're listening and you're dating James, buy him something and then tell him he's got to put it on and leave the house. Um, all right. yeah, if you buy me a tie, I'd just be like, first of all, I've got like 60 of these. And, and second of all, have you been paying attention to anything I've said over the last four months? <laughs> um, all right. Let's see what else I have here. Um <laughs> Yeah, Raj is asking me if it was at the job interview. My job interview was conducted by a cell phone, and it started with the COO of my company asking me if that's what my proctologist said back to me. <laughs> I said, I said he pays me. All right. Um, I don't know if anybody's getting these jokes. <laughs> so look, so my next one, and this this I had last year, was a was a jumpstart box. Was a, a little battery power charger to uh to jump start your car and those things work really well well as we're going into the winter season definitely good to have i started the pickup truck this morning after not having driven it anywhere in like two weeks luckily it started up but uh, as we go into the winter season it gets colder so dead batteries but also because you can't even buy a new car these days um People are driving cars a little bit longer, so having a jumpstart box is uh, is definitely not a bad thing to keep uh, keep charged up and keep in your garage or your trunk or something. Yo, to go alongside one of those, um, like a plug-in DC air compressor. Oh yeah, uh, the ones that plug into the cigarette lighter in your car. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as you don't have a dead battery and a flat tire. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have a dead battery but you've got the jump starter, then you're back in business. True. Yeah, exactly. But you, you know, you got to have the whole, whole pack, but the, the, the inflator that, that goes into the uh, cigarette lighter is nice. I actually came back from a trip uh, and I had parked in the airport garage and I had a flat tire. So that was not, that was not cool, but I had a, a little charger inflator that, that went into the uh, cigarette lighter and pumped the tire up until I could find a tire shop near JFK airport. Um, all right, then I got a uh, blood alcohol content tracker. I heard those that. those cause problems. 
<laughs> well, what, because people try to blow it to get the highest number. Is that where you're, is that where you're going with that? It's exactly where I'm going. Well, the idea is, is you, who's going for the high score. You, the idea is that you keep it in your glove box. That's, that's the idea. By the time it, you get there, it's already too late. Well, probably true. I'd like to check the morning after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, if you're going to get one of those, you, you really have to go with my idea, which bring it to a bar, bring it to a party. And it's a fun toy. Um, although in the days of coronavirus, it's a little bit less palatable because now you've got people indirectly swapping spit. <laughs> but I guarantee if you bring one of those to a crowded bar or a party or whatever, everyone will want to talk to you. Um, yeah, everybody's going to blow into your, uh, into your little thing. Um, and then I got a basic money clip. A nice money clip is always nice for, for extra cash. Uh, a lot of people these days using a card holder and cash separately instead of stuffing it all into into one wallet. I'm using uh, the same wallet I've used for almost 20 years. Oh, it's time it's time for an upgrade. We got to get you out of the house, man. Spending some real cashola. Want to say hi to uh, hi to Lisa. Welcome, Lisa. We want to know uh, the best uh, best past Christmas gifts. Um, so yeah, money clip and uh, a card holder is nice. So if you're giving James a gift, that's what he needs. Um, and then, uh, see, I like a wallet better than a money clip. Cause I keep my wallet in my back pocket and sitting on something like plastic and pointy doesn't sound fun. So the idea is that the money clip goes in your front pants pocket with your cash. And then you have a thin card holder in your back pocket. So you're not sitting on, I mean, I, I only keep uh credit card, a debit card, my license with me. So, uh, you know, card holder stays pretty thin. I don't need to have my, uh, rewards card, my gym card and, all the other, you know, 16 different credit cards in my, in my wallet at one time. So it keeps things, uh, pretty slim. And, uh, Rosh is a fan of the, the wallet that, uh, that blocks people from hacking your credit cards. You familiar with this? No, he's, it's called the RFID wallet. And it basically like blocks magnetic something, uh, from your wallet and people stealing your information. Uh, I'm all for people. If somebody wants to throw some charges on my on my uh, card that I can't account for, I'm actually cool with that. Maybe I'll lump in a few more charges uh, when I'm arguing with the bank. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's never happened to me, but it's always been my plan. I'm like, oh yeah, that that one for uh, for six hundred dollars for some TV in in uh, Egypt, that wasn't me. And also uh, Chick Fil A for sixteen bucks, that wasn't me either. And it's kind of good on the list from there. Um, I got two more, which I think are cool. And they're, and they're two party based ideas. I got a, a poker chip set, which is cool. I think, uh, if you have, I people, have one, love it. If you have very rarely over, use it, but it's cool. Yeah. You have people over you don't have to use it all the time, but it's just a cool thing to have. And then, uh, a Polaroid camera, you have a little party, you get a new pack of film, you throw the camera on the table. And at the end of the party, you got some kind of cool, uh, little flimsy Polaroids uh, shuffling around on the table and, and countertops. And I don't people, want a record of my activities. People really, really dig that stuff. So, dude, you sound like you're doing some really bad stuff in that house. You no, no. It's, what I really need to do is just get like an industrial supply of tinfoil. So that way I never run out of hats. Well, I think uh, you got to get out of the house. So, you know, maybe, maybe you, uh, maybe you can wear your tinfoil hats outside of the house. Uh, yeah, you need to talk about why people can't have things that you can get to buy, use. Uh, hold on, let me read that, this comment. A, <laughs> I think she's going, oh yeah, you read it and then I think I know what she's talking about. Okay, I, I don't, but, uh, but Modesty Blaze said, yeah, you need to talk about why people can't get the things I like. They used to even to buy a used car. My friend can't get one. I think she's talking about just general supply chain issues right now. Like why so many things are out of stock, which Man, we kind of touched on a little bit earlier in the cast today, but I can't, I think that might be an interesting full on po podcast topic of what is going on right now with supply chain and logistics and why can't you get things? Yeah, no, because we've talked about it a little bit, but it is it is a serious problem. And that's and that's why we're just bringing this stuff up ahead of our 2021 gift guide, because people need some ideas. And, and now is the time to, uh, uh, you know, now is the time to be making some online purchases because there's going to be some serious. 
Um, so Lisa's so. got a good idea. She's talking about she bought um, tickets for a concert for her friend for birthday or Christmas or whatever. So like concert tickets are actually a great gift. Yeah, I would I'd say they're very good, especially if you can get a ticket for yourself. So it's like a double gift. <laughs> so you get to go to that. Well, concert yeah, like you'd be like you're going <laughs> you're going to this concert. And I'm coming too. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm not as interested anymore. <laughs> no, but I think it's good. Also, a lot of times you just buy somebody tickets for something. They may not go. And now you just, you know, tickets are not cheap. So it's good if you're there to corral them back into, into that activity. Um, should I do a fast? Speaking of getting out of the house, I actually bought concert tickets for myself for a show in San Diego in like two months. So, Dude, you, you got to get out of the house. We got to get you out bringing your flask somewhere. You got to go to some weddings, got to meet some people I'll be in New York next week. You got to do some, uh, you got to do some shopping in the stores. Uh, Why would if, I do that? <laughs> because we got to get you out. You got to, you got to meet some people and, uh, and <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Um, you can talk about your stickers. The, the, <laughs> the chorus of people saying you need to get out more grows louder by the week. Um, yeah, now that you work from home. All right, let me do a quick recap and then we'll wrap here. Stocking stuffers, rain X, ice molds, magnetic wristband for holding magnetic things like screws, shaving brush, hot sauce, uh, scratch off tickets, playing cards, Luxardo cherries, hand grip exercisers. Um, and then you had, as we segued into the kind of bigger ticket items, you had the remote uh, thermometer. Um, and ceramic a, knives and was there a better it's a like infrared thermometer infrared thermometer and then we got uh into the into the meat and potatoes here we got uh the tile the bluetooth locator device uh basic bar tools so you can get a little bar set if you just go to bar set on uh on amazon you'll get you get a whole list of stuff decanter.com go there uh those are big supporters of trump by the way bar supplies.com are Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think I think the owner of Bar Supplies account was at uh, the January sixth. All right, let me hit the rest of this list. So we'll we'll talk. Uh, basic bar tools, decanter, shaker, mixer, uh, flask. Always good to have a flask wherever you're going. That's probably not going to be in your basic bar supplies. Uh, something vintage, a vintage record player, console, uh, anything that requires thought about that person, but that's vintage. Uh, people really appreciate that stuff. A vintage watch, vintage clothing, like a, a band T-shirt or a leather leather duffel bag, something dressy like a tie to encourage people to get out, be self-respecting, get dressed up, and uh, and go do something go do something classy. Uh, the jump start box, the battery pack to charge your battery if your battery dies. Um, and we had on that note, we had the inflatable. We had the, the DC inflator, the DC inflator that plugs into your, your cigarette lighter in your car. And Rosh mentioned that little device that you can break your windows. If you, uh, if you get stuck on water, maybe throw it on your keychain or something. The, I'm not a huge fan of that, but if, if you, if, I mean, where people carry Purell around with them, you might as well carry. Uh, I mean, that's planning for failure. That's dumber than even regular planning. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's decent planning actually. But, uh, but I don't have one, so uh, I never really thought to, to buy one. Let me uh, wrap through the rest of these. Blood alcohol tracker, also in the line of automobile accessories. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Call then, it that. And then I got a money clip, Polaroid camera, poker chip set. And then we get into the uh, kitchen stuff. And I had a champagne bucket slash stand and coffee grinder and French press. And then I had a badass chef's knife. And then you added a ceramic knife, just not for cutting meats, for cutting fruits. Um, and we had cast iron pan and a salt block to cook on. And uh, I think those that kind of wraps our, uh, our coverage of past Christmas gifts. So you have to tune in for one of the next episodes, catch our 2021 gift guide, all updated. And uh, we'll try to include things that you can get relatively quickly this year because we know everything is... Is delayed. Anything you want to add before we are out? Nah. <laughs> nah. All right, cool. <laughs> thank you for everything. <laughs> I want to thank Rosh Galeb for manning the comments, feeding us your guys' comments. Uh, as, uh, as we are here live, we can't stay on top of Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. He's feeding us your comments. So thank you, Rosh. Thank you guys for joining. We will see you next time. Adios.
that concludes this episode. Let me know what I left out. Let me know uh, what uh, what you liked out of this gift guide. And uh, don't forget, you can check out on LinkedIn uh, my annual holiday gift giving guide. Uh, there's been one since 2015. So check out my LinkedIn, add me on LinkedIn, and uh, see you guys next time. I like PBR. I just got priced out of it.